What's up, guys? It is Dave and Duncan here from Metal Epidemic, and uh, we are both very, very excited to be joined by Clutch bassist Dan Mains. Dan, how are you doing, sir? I am doing good. Thank you. I, uh, aside from uh, these technical difficulties <laughs> with my computer, that uh, uh, I'm, I feel like a caveman every time I sit down in front of this computer now. I had a computer that uh, lasted me about 10 years and I knew everything about it and uh, I loved it. And then, uh, you know, it, it, it died on me. And so I picked up a new one last year and it's like, I'm starting from scratch. I don't know what the heck's yeah. going on. Uh, the computer companies like to enhance your user experience. I don't know if you've come across that. So yeah, they also like to make you feel like it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, like a... uh, you know i don't need any help with that <laughs> thanks apple <laughs> yeah 100 uh, yeah, um, other than that i uh, i'm doing great thanks. excellent excellent it's a pleasure to have you um so firstly well congrats on uh, on the new album uh sunrise on slaughter beach um, we uh, we uh, we reviewed it. And we we both loved the album, and um, we mentioned um, on on the review that you know, Clutch. You know, at this point in in, in life and your career, you're, Clutch are a band that you can just kind of always rely on. You know, the 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 consistency and and the quality is is there on on every album, um, and that there are there are certain elements that we as as fans, you know, assume will be on a Clutch album, which which this album had. Um, but what I kind of love about Clutch is you guys never really make the the same album twice, um, and and this one in particular had even more kind of going on under the hood than than we were expecting, which was a great surprise. Mm-hmm. Um, was the um, was the, the kind of creative process for for this album was it was it different to a, a kind of normal Clutch album? Uh, the process itself. Yeah. Not really. Uh, it didn't really change that much. It hasn't changed much, to be yeah. honest, since uh, we first started playing together. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, what we like to do is just get in a room together. And, uh, you know, we we all come up with our own ideas. And uh, I've learned that uh, it's best not to flesh out any ideas that I might come up with too much. Um, you know, if, if, if I can leave it as minimalistic as possible, when I show it to the other guys, mm. then uh, I feel like that's a real advantage because um, it's truly a group effort. And it's best to just kind of throw out these little nuggets of ideas mm-hmm. to each other. And then, uh, you know, even if it's like a riff that uh, one of us will come up with, if we, uh, you know, once we start playing it together, you know, almost immediately something about it changes, you know, whether it's uh, the way John Paul plays drums to it, Mm. or, uh, you know, if it's something that I wrote, if it's something that uh, Tim, you know, does over top or vice versa. You know, and and I think that's for the better of the song, really, because if I came in there with an idea from top to bottom and really tried to shove it down the other guy's throats, Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, first off, that wouldn't really be a clutch song. Uh, and, uh, you know, it just doesn't serve the song that well. We, what we try to do is just, <laughs> it's, it sounds kind of silly when I say it out loud, but, uh, I mean, we, we just have this, uh, system where, uh, we know, you know, if, if we're going to get together on a Tuesday, then, you know, everybody tries to have, you know, at least one idea mm -hmm. I throw out there into the air on Tuesday. And, uh, we have a, a studio that we put together and John Paul is, uh, kind of the, uh, go-to, uh, producer tech guy, as far as recording the ideas down on to, uh, um, the computer and uh we'll, we'll just you know kick an idea around for uh 15 20 minutes uh and uh record it all mm -hmm. and you know move on to another idea yeah we'll do that three or four times in the day john paul will mix it down uh to something that we can listen to he sends it to us yeah and uh, we sit on it and you know the next time we get together if anybody has ideas on how to to uh to expand upon those ideas then then we'll do it mm -hmm. and uh and it's usually the music coming together first and the whole time neil is you know listening to it and i guess thinking about lyrics in his head but he doesn't really uh you know, it's not very often you see him kind of kicking around vocal ideas right off the bat. Uh, he likes to, I guess, sit on them a little bit. And uh, when he does have some lyrics uh, that, that he can put down, he'll do that on his own at his place. And then he'll send us that idea. And, uh, you know, that's the beginning of the song, really. Mm. But uh, yeah, this process, this record, it was obviously weird because it, the writing process took place uh, during COVID. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And let's see, we uh, we did our last show New Year's Eve 2019. That was in uh, Philadelphia. And uh, we were supposed to go to Australia in March of 2020. Oh, right, right, lockdown. That was like, that was something that just kept getting, uh, not, it never really got postponed until, or canceled, I should say, until the very last minute. But we were like, you know, debating all of February and uh, the beginning of March of like, you know, what do we do? Uh, because we we actually knew people that uh, were uh, stuck in other countries mm. you know, that couldn't get back home. That was a situation we definitely wanted to avoid. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thankfully, in the end, it really wasn't our decision. Um, mm. And the, the festivals that we had lined up in Australia... Uh, were canceled as they should have been and uh 
we just sat on our butts uh, for a while. And we, you know, we got together as often as we could and tried to write stuff, but it was tough. You know, I, I just don't think we were really in the right place uh, mentally mm. to write the kind of stuff that we wanted the album to be. Mm -hmm. And uh, truth be told, you know, we spent all of 2020 writing. And I mean, we wrote a lot. And if there's, there may be, maybe one or two riffs that actually made it to what All became right. Sunrise and Slaughter Beach. Mm. Yeah. It really wasn't until we uh, started doing these um, online concerts. Yeah. 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 And uh, like that really kind of picked up our spirits a lot. And uh, by the time 2021, rolled around we were in a much better headspace and actually writing songs that uh uh you know just made us feel good <laughs> and uh so we uh yeah we started the whole writing process uh and uh made uh, a decision pretty early on that we wanted to work with Tom, mm -hmm. Algetti, the producer. And uh, luckily he was already working on a couple of other projects uh, that were stateside here in, in the US. And so he was, he was uh, in 2021, he was spending a fair amount of time in the US working with us and a couple of other bands mm -hmm. uh, doing pre-production. And uh, that's something that we got into, uh, I'd say, I guess it was really honestly around 2004 with uh, Blast Tyrant. Mm. Uh, we When we hooked up with uh, producer Machine. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, he is a heavy, heavy, like pre-production guy mm. um, to the point where like when you actually go into the, his studio to record a record, you've actually already recorded the record <laughs> once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and when you get into his studio, you're playing along to that first recording. It's a weird process. Um, it works, you know, for him and. Uh, we were able to make it work for ourselves uh, most of the time, too. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, we, uh, we're we comfortable these days working with a producer in the pre-production capacity. Mm -hmm. So Tom would come by uh, every uh, couple of months, and he would hang out for a couple of days uh, where we are in Maryland. And... Uh, we would just play him everything that we had. And, uh, you know, he would give us his thoughts on everything that he heard. And uh, we would uh, kick around those ideas. He would take off and we would spend another couple of months writing and then do it again. Uh, you know, with him coming in. 
And uh, that went pretty quickly. Uh, but, you know, we weren't in a big rush because we weren't doing anything yeah. else at the time other than those uh, uh, internet streams. Mm. So, uh, yeah, we did have a lot of time to kind of dig into this album. And uh, we knew we wanted to try different things. Uh, but we also wanted to be conservative on the album length. Yeah. Because, uh, Book of Bad Decisions, I love that record. I, I love all the songs on it. But I don't think it served the record entirely to put every single thing that we recorded on it. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I go back and forth on that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> right now, I'm, I, I would say, like, if you ask me today, uh, you know, would you reconsider putting 15 songs on that record? I would say, yeah. You know, maybe, maybe only doing 12 would have been better. Because, uh, you know, I, it, I'm always reminded of like what it was like when I was growing up and you bought a record, then you were automatically limited to how long the record yeah. was. Because, uh, you know, unless the label was willing to fork out the dough for a double LP, you know, you're always going to get 45 minutes of music mm -hmm. uh, or less yeah. uh, if you bought a Circle Jerk album. <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, you know, with the advent of CDs, you know, that changed. And every, you know, at that point, everybody was like throwing, you know, bonus tracks and hidden tracks and whatnot. I don't know. Sometimes, you know, it might have gotten a little out of hand. <laughs> I think, you know, sometimes, you know, 30 to 45 minutes, you know, that is an ideal album length for the most part. And, you know, we try to stick to that model. Uh, as close as we could and this one you know it's shortest album to date for us mm -hmm. nine songs but i think within those nine songs you know you get a lot of variety oh yeah and uh you know it definitely you know touched all the bases that we we're trying to to accomplish and uh i like it because when the thing's done like shit, i'll listen to that again you know, right now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's literally yeah. what we said in the review. It's like when it finishes, <laughs> you just spin it straight away, like again. Yeah. It's so, so, yeah. so Morris just to, to hit play again on it. Yeah, that's kind of what we wanted. Would you say then, like, in terms of how much is the the kind of live touring and by kind of proxy the the online streaming, how much of that fuels your guys? like motivation into another album like do you have you ever really as a band given yourself that much time in between coming off a touring cycle and then reconvening as a band or has it always been kind of right we'll give ourselves a month and then we'll see who's got some ideas and we'll get back in the room together yeah well that's another thing about this record is that we didn't really have an opportunity to uh try these songs out in front mm -hmm. of an audience before we recorded which is something we normally do yeah we like to do that uh it's nice because you play differently at least we do we play differently as a band in our you know studio rehearsal space than we do when we're up on stage it's a different energy and if you can play the new stuff 
on that live stage, you know, and tap into that different energy, mm -hmm. it does have an effect on the song and it can change how the song ends up getting recorded, you know, uh, but we didn't have that opportunity on this last one. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we'd like to do that. So it is for the most part when we're writing, it's kind of a constant process, you know, even though we just put this record out, uh, you know, we're, we're writing, or at least we're thinking about, you know, what we want to do uh, for the next album. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll start kicking around ideas when we get back home from the tour that we do in November. Um, and normally there's, there is kind of built, we build in one part of the year that where we're home for at least two or three months. Mm -hmm. And that will, that will be kind of like the time that we hyper-focus on writing. Hmm. Mm. There you nice. go. Talking about um, talking about touring. Obviously, your your UK kicks off. Your UK tour kicks off in November, um, which I think I think starts in Glasgow actually on the the eleventh of November. Um, you're you're taking uh, Green Lung on tour with you, who are one of our absolute favourites here at Metal Epidemic. Yeah, I love Green Lung, love that band. Yeah, um, old school riffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah very much so. <laughs> Um, what what can um, what can fans expect? Is it is it difficult to pick a set list with such a huge kind of back catalogue? Yeah, we did have uh, issues with that. Um, you know, I mean, years ago, probably probably ten years ago, mm. we 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 got to the point where we had to come up with a whole new system of writing our set lists. Mm -hmm. because, yeah. uh, uh, we we had been doing it as a group, and um, I don't know something about that kind of lent itself to kind of playing playing it safe and and kind of playing generally uh, the same set list night after night, mm. and that got really boring quick, yeah. uh, and. Uh, like you said, you know, we have such a, uh, a large catalog of songs. It's easy for, for a lot of those songs to just not get represented. So we came up with a system where we take turns writing the set. Oh, okay. And uh, we, <laughs> another part of our uh, business that sounds uh, funny when I say it out loud, but <laughs> we, we do it in alphabetical order <laughs> by name. First name. So I do the first night, uh, starting with D, and then it goes on to John Paul, then Neil, then Tim. And then it comes back to me. Yeah. Right, okay. And uh, there are no rules, you know, other than, uh, you know, the length. Uh, this last tour, we were doing 20 songs a night. Um, oh. You know, sometimes when you play festivals, you you get limited and, yeah. and that's how you end up with your seven song set list. But, um, yeah, so, uh, you know, nothing's off the table and, uh, I try to give the set list to the guys at least, uh, a couple hours before the show mm. so that, you know, if there's something on it that we haven't played in a while, you know, they can listen to it and, and go over it. And, uh, 
you know, if something's, you know, really kind of like, well, we haven't done this in, you know, five, six years, then we'll, you know, we'll go over in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. But honestly, at this point, if I listen to a song on my headphones, you know, two times, I think I can get through it. Yeah. And, uh, 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 you know, mistakes will happen here and there. And uh, that's just part of the live experience. But yeah, we uh, we ended up, I think we, you know, we were doing 20 songs a night on this last tour. And I think Neil tallied up like the actual individual songs. And it was like close to 80 different songs. Fuck's sake. Oh. <laughs> it was somewhere between 60 and 80, I think. Wow. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I, that makes... Uh, that makes it more exciting for us and it definitely makes it more exciting for the fans yeah the you know the, the people coming to these shows and especially in in uh, the uk yeah. where some of these clubs are so close together that it's it is realistic to think that some people are going to be going to more than one show and it's nice to think that these people are going to get two different shows if they go to two different clubs. Yeah. Mm. It's literally what Nine Inch Nails have just done when they toured over here. I think uh, Trent Reznor, like, he did like a mini tour in the summer and then a couple of like big, massive um, mm-hmm. and, like shows and he changed his set every single night and I had friends that toured with it and out with the, you know, the, the kind of standout five songs that he plays, every single one, the remaining 15 songs, every single night was different. So um, that's yeah. kind of cool. That, like, that does tap into, like, if you if you have the opportunity to do that, why would you not do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it makes it fun for us, you know, because if you are playing, especially if you're playing the same songs in the same order, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, it only takes a couple of nights before... You, you find your your mind drifting yeah when you and suddenly you, you don't even know what's happening and that's when that's when the show really uh you know uh, gets affected so it, it's great for us because it keeps us thinking about things and uh uh well one one of the advantages is uh that uh you know we we're not tied into how we play the songs mm-hmm. every night. You know, uh, we'll we'll sometimes expand sections of songs. Uh, we'll we'll say you know we'll want we jam uh, the end of this song, and uh, you know when we get to the end, John Paul can do a, a little bit of a fill or mm-hmm. something, and then uh, use that as a segue to go into the next song. Um, you know things like that. Mm. that uh, make uh, the show a little bit, ex- you know, of a, of a, uh, you know, just more of an event. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. hell yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've, I've seen you three times live and um, it's, it's one of those, you're just, you're buzzing when you come out of it. It's, um, yeah. it's great. Um yeah, I think um, yeah, I think we have kept you. Uh, I know you've <laughs> probably got a diary full of uh, people to talk to today. So thank you very much for yeah. spending time with us. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks very much, guys. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah, um, Sunrise and Slaughter Beach is out now. Check it out. And these guys are, are just about to kick off their UK tour on the 11th of November in Glasgow. Go and see them. Duncan and I, I said we've, we've seen them already. Um, such a good night. You don't want to miss it. 
Um, Dan, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye. See you out there. Yeah, there